0: bizarre You are listening to a From the Secret Place podcast. This is a space where, in the simplest of ways, I voice out the love, beauty, convictions, and the tenderness of my creator rather than muting my lips and keeping it within the secret place. Today's episode is a Q&A Thursday segment where I invite a guest on and ask a plethora of questions, both lighthearted and deep. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, today I am starting a new segment where every so often on Thursdays, I invite a guest on and will ask some questions. This week particularly, I put out on Instagram um, a little questionnaire and just kept it really open, really vague. We actually got quite a few back, um, a lot of questions about my guest today and about me in general, also a ton about YWAM, which was super cool. So... Today, I am joined with my brother, Mason Brower. Mason, give us three straight facts. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll dive into some questions.
1: Okay. So, um, just got new chacos the other day. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. (sighs) Yeah, definitely. My hair is probably longer than yours. Maybe, you know. Um, and I got a pineapple on my hat right now.
0: You know, speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of fruit, one of the most asked questions we got was what is our favorite fruit? Yeah, I think which, that had to do with the prompt that I put out on Instagram. But it makes
1: sense. That's a very telling question. About it's
0: honestly it. quite logical. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Mason, what is your favorite fruit?
1: Okay, well, I had some time to think about this question. Um, <laughs> and, and I thought about it and I'd say it's a strawberry, right? Because it's just like a classic, a little... Strawberry.
0: And mine actually is a pineapple. Okay, so now we're going to dive into some questions, just various questions that people have asked us from Instagram um, on the little questionnaire thing I put out, um, mostly centered around Mason and what he's going to be doing in the future here, some about YWAM, and some just kind of random in between. Um, so the first question was, how are you guys? Mason, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing I'm doing just swell, I'd say. Overall, uh, an 8 out of 10 kind of day today, you know
0: wonderful that's what i like to hear i am also doing quite quite well and i um i would also agree with an 8 out of 10 kind of day we got some good boba tried some new boba Thai milk tea highly recommend and um 8 out of 10 for me as well um the next question we have is did mason graduate everybody wants to know did mason make it
1: i can confirm i did in fact graduate i know it was a struggle for a couple years four years there but we made it
0: yeah yeah that's what i like to hear that's good um, next question is Where is Mason going?
1: I'm going to heaven. You know? Amen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. That's the end of destination. On the way there, though, I'm going.
0: Before <laughs> that, I'm, yeah.
1: I'm going to uh, Alaska this summer for being a camp counselor there. Yep.
0: Awesome. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And how long are you going to be there for?
1: So I'm going to be there for a leave in like. Two days, and then I come back sometime in August. Okay, exactly so. Sure yeah. what,
0: what are you gonna be doing there?
1: Well, yeah, like I said, I'm gonna be a camp counselor. Like um, I just said. <laughs> I am camp counselor anywhere between the ages, four kids, anywhere between the ages of like six to 18, depending on the week. Shoot, okay. So it's a wild ride, you know, you got a little bit yeah. of everything.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, how did you decide to go to Alaska?
1: Yeah, so... Yeah.
0: Yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Uh,
1: A while back, oh, a long time ago, my, uh, both of my grandparents, uh, decided to go to Alaska on a work team, and they've been going there for, like, a long time, uh, way before I was born. Years, years, years. Yeah, years, years, years. years. And then, I went with them, like, four or so-ish years back, um, I went on a work team, which is just a two-week mission trip to Alaska, you kind of do odd jobs there, Mm -hmm. uh, And I loved it. I loved the people, loved the place. Mm -hmm. So then I went the next year on another work team. And then last year I was going to go on a work team, but lo and behold, we got COVID. That's fine. You got COVID? Well, I didn't get COVID.
0: We, the world.
1: The world world just got COVID. No, got COVID. (laughs) Uh, So they canceled the mission trip, but the summer camp was still going on. Mm -hmm. So my mom was like, hey, why don't you go up there as a summer camp counselor? And I'm like, hey,
0: that's a swell
1: idea. And I did
0: very cool so you did two two years of work camp mm-hmm. for those two week segments work camp time.
1: that sounds bad Whoa, what was it actually a mission trip a mission trip okay Work, trip, not work, work camp. camp. <laughs> <That's dark.
0: laughs> and then you did this last year as a camp counselor and now you're going back to be a camp counselor again
1: yeah round so, two
0: okay round two all right what is something that god taught you the first time going to alaska like, oh I think it's more like specified specified, S- specified. <laughs> specified, to like being a camp counselor. What is something you taught it, you last year being a camp counselor? Because I know that's hard. That's got to be crazy.
1: It was crazy. Uh, and there was so much. Every, every week was kind of a different story in its own right. sense. Like yeah. with different kids and different people. Um, I'd say kind of the overarching theme for me was being unqualified. Because mm-hmm. I went into that year not knowing, well, I knew like, kind of knew some people, but I really didn't know many people. Mm-hmm. I was only 17, mm-hmm. um, had no clue what I was doing, I'd never done anything like this really before. Right. But I just had to do it anyway, and it was good. Um, and then one morning before, like a week before the kids were going to come, I went out and did my devotions. It was kind of raining. I remember feeling God's hand on me, giving me this like feeling of qualification, but not mm-hmm. a qualification in my own self, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make you qualified. It was, you are qualified through me. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and then even more than that, to to undermine that, for me to say, nope, I'm still not good. I still feel... I'm ner- still not ready for it. Um, I was nervous. But to say that I wouldn't do it or was too scared to do it would be undermining mm. God's authority in my life. Because right. he said, no, I've made you qualified. This right. is the task I have for you. Yeah. And I needed to step into that in order to... Because that's what he before you. Yeah, yeah. that's what he laid before me. Um, and that was, that was a huge thing. There's some other things but that, that was kind of overarching the main big big thing there
0: yeah oh, cool um mm-hmm. a big question that was asked is is it always light in alaska
1: that's a very important question and it's the answer is crucial. no it's okay. not in the summer it is okay. when i'm there like so the sun do you have like some... those
0: curtain things what the, the the dark curtains the big thick ones, we have big, thick the light. ones. Okay. yeah
1: so the sun like never sets
0: um, okay, the next question kind of tying with the one that I asked previously is what is Mason, so what are, Mason, what are you expectant for this time around being a camp counselor? You shared what you learned last year. What are you expectant for this year, this little season?
1: It's funny. I was talking with a good friend of mine and I was actually talking about how like last year, yeah, it was the whole qualified, unqualified, that type right. of thing. And pushing me out of my comfort zone. And this year, it's like, I'm going back. I know what I'm doing. But they've also, you know, they've upgraded me or whatever. I'm supposed oh, yeah. to be like a leader or something. You're second, I, have, you're, you're... I have, yeah, second year, I have different responsibilities. So it's, it's kind of funny because it's like God is still making it so that I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He, I, I'm supposed to come back and like be ready to be comfortable. God's like, nah, nah, yeah. not really. No, I want to make you I uncomfortable. Think, I want to push you.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I think He does that in like every area oh, of your life. Yeah. I think I don't know if I put this in a podcast already or not, or talked about it in a podcast or not, but it's like. When you, like, lay down your life and give it to Christ, when you Mm -hmm. continue to surrender your heart... Oh, I did. Just one called Dangerous Surrender. But when you continue to surrender your heart, it's like you continue to go into more uncomfortable places. Like, when I surrendered my heart more so, it's like God brought up stuff from my life where it was like, I lack, I lack, I lack. Mm -hmm. Which... Sounds negative, but it's actually so just the best and the most beautiful because it's where he can fill and he exactly. shows how he takes over and how he, like you said, qualifies, mm. how he is completely perfects and mm. just
1: the more He shows you all your yeah. rough
0: and broken parts Exposes mm-hmm. them completely so that he can Make them perfect and all the glory be to him
1: <laughs> Totally, the more you surrender, the more you realize you need to surrender because yeah. there's stuff that you need to surrender And yeah. places God needs to fill
0: Yeah.
1: a uh, Kind of another thing, what, what am I expecting this mm-hmm. year? All in all, I'm expecting God to work. Uh, something that's a- been a theme through my life, it started in Alaska last year, but then it's continued on through that, through mm-hmm. my last year of high school,
0: mm-hmm.
1: has been um, the word amen. Oh, yeah. a tattoo that says amen. A
0: tattoo.
1: tattoo, I'm cool. But, no, the word amen, which means basically God will prove to be true because he has been true to you, right? Okay. It's a word that means um you can trust God because of what he's done in your life. Okay. And that's kind of my theory going into this. It's like, again, I don't don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what God has for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know the kids I'm going to have. It's all in his hands. But I can trust God to be true and to be faithful.
0: Because he has been before. Because he, he has, has been. Me, right. You know, in my yeah.
1: in my case, it's been faithful through summer camp, but even through my whole life. Yeah. God has been faithful to me, time so time. he will continue to be faithful
0: Right, yeah. And that's the whole power of, like, testimony. Mm-hmm. Which is a whole nother podcast.
1: Oh. Um,
0: somebody asks, I thought Mason was moving to Norway. Did he switch to Alaska?
1: Uh, ha ha! No, silly. <laughs> no. Um, I'm still going to Norway. Uh, that's like September, Lord willing, with COVID and borders and junk. Mm. But yes, I'm just going cool. to Alaska for the summer, just chilling out there with some Alaskan kids. And then uh, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <Guys, I> <laughs> I'm going to Alaska as a summer camp council for the summer. And then September I will be going to uh Norway for a YWAM DTS.
0: So these are like to- to- totally two different things, mm-hmm. not affiliated?
1: I mean two two missions that I have that I'm doing but not affiliated in the sense that okay. any affiliation. Oh,
0: oh, cool. Very cool. Um So, another question that was asked, kind of filtering from Mason saying that he's going to be doing a DTS, is how does a DTS work slash what is it? So, I took a DTS in Hawaii, um, and it's through the organization Youth with a Mission, which is also known as YWAM, and a DTS, there's so many acronyms in the world of YWAM, but a DTS (laughs) is a discipleship training school, and basically... What it is, if you don't know, is it's six months of missions slash training for missions, etc. So they break it up into two parts each three months. Uh, The first three months are training. And so they have like a whole bunch of different topics depending on which base you go to. I did mine, like I said, in Kona, Hawaii. Mason will be doing his in Norway. Um, But depending on base, most of the times they cover topics of like the nature and character of God, um, worship, prayer, intercession, culture, kingdom culture. Um, There's also topics on cultivating godly relationships, um, the fear of the Lord, spiritual warfare. There's topics on identity in Christ. There's topics on like God's calling over your life. Um, And those are just a few of the topics that they cover. Basically, all preparing you for the next portion of your six to five month DTS which is the outreach phase and you go to various countries again dependent on base they'll send to different countries I was sent to Papua New Guinea and there I was with a team of I think there's eleven of us ten of us eh. then you'll basically put to action everything that you learned and um, outreach looks different Again, dependent on where you go. Like, Papua New Guinea was very jungle, very village-esque. Village-esque? Yeah. villagey, villagey. village But also, there was, like, another team that went to, to Europe and did stuff there. And that's obviously a totally different dynamic. That's in the very briefest of what a DTS is and how it works. Um, the next question that goes with that is, why did you decide to do YWAM slash a DTS? So, Mason, you can start with why you decided to Aww. take a DTS.
1: I probably did it mostly, um, well, mostly because I have a heart for missions. I love, I love that. I love like global missions, kind of a boots on the ground. Um, I'm yeah. here. I want to help you. Let me show you Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That type of missions. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a bunch of ways you can do missions, but I really like that way. And when I was, that was like what a year ago, two years ago, when you were when you did. Yeah. I got to visit Krin in uh, Kona, Hawaii, when she did her YWAM thing. And it was really cool. The people there were awesome. Uh, the atmosphere—you could you could feel the, uh, you could feel the spirit there, especially mm-hmm. through the people and you know what they said and how inviting they were. Mm. Uh, and I wanted that. I wanted that. And it kind of just led me to say, "Hey, I'm gonna try this for myself. I'm gonna take this mm-hmm. on myself and do this." So <clears throat> yeah. it's not directly only because Kren did it, but she is largely an influencer of. Yeah. Why I chose to do it,
0: and I think I think it's cool that we're recording this now before you go, and then maybe to why. listen to it back and oh. be like, whoa, like I don't know, just so much has happened. Cause yeah, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know when I went in to do a DTS, I was pretty <clears throat> ignorant of the whole thing as far as like I didn't really know much of what YWAM was. Um, and I had, uh, there had been other people in my life who had done YWAM, but theirs was different situations and I never really considered it or thought much of it. Um, I thought missions was cool, but I just thought it would be something maybe I'd do other, er, in other places of my life, in others of my life, not something I'd do like a full time thing. Um, and pretty much, take it back senior year, pretty much all of senior year, I thought that I was going to be going to college the following year. However, about midway through um, the senior year, the school year, I was up late one night, just not able to sleep, and I went on my phone, and I was on Instagram, and an ad for YWAM came up, and I had never, not there, it wasn't like you know, how they curate your ads. It wasn't like that because I'd never searched anything of this sort sort of thing. Um, anyway, so I did some digging looking into it. I'm like, this is super cool. Like, but it didn't really put too much weight to that. Um, because I had, was planning to go to college and I had been planning to go to college. I was stoked for college. I had known kind of what I wanted to do in college for like, since I was in middle school and I love to learn. So I was just was set on that. Um, however, then after that time of, Seeing that, like seeing that little YWAM ad, I don't even remember which base it was for, but God continued to put, like, I like to call it like breadcrumbs in my life, where all of a sudden somebody reached out to me and we got to meet up, and she had done YWAM apparently, and somebody spoke something into my life about not necessarily YWAM but missions in general. This other girl on Instagram DM'd me, and it was just like little. Things that kept kind of popping up, and finally, I came to a head where it's like, and this is towards the end of my school year, but I came to a head where it's like, okay, if I don't take this opportunity and do YWAM right now and I just go straight into college, will I regret it? And the answer came back like, yes. And so, my decision to do YWAM was honestly solely based off of that of like, will I regret not just doing it and just going for it? Yeah, that was such a shallow way to go into it, but that's what got me into it, and I'm so thankful um, because then I was able to go to YWAM, which YWAM sets up just a beautiful platform for you to grow in your relationship with Christ. It's not, YWAM itself isn't the saving thing. It's like a amazing platform for you to be introduced or reintroduced in a new way to who will save you. And, um, that deepened my relationship with him immensely. And now looking back at my reasons for joining YWAM, it just is kind of funny or humorous. Um, Our next question goes along with this and what advice would you give to someone going into YWAM for a DTS? So I would say, um, go into it and like your, okay, you will get out of YWAM what you put in, so to speak. I mean, obviously God compensates completely, but don't go into YWAM half-heartedly. Like I just encourage you to give it your all. Like a full surrender to Christ, a full just abandonment of yourself over to God because he will move and he will work. Like that's so, he, that's what he's craving to do in your life. And YWAM, like I said, sets up the perfect platform for it. And if you're there in that moment, which and in those in those six months or five months that you have with YWAM, like that's a rare time. Like DTS is a rare time that you won't get back. Um, so I encourage you to just give it your all during those months and completely um just lay yourself out there and just go for it fully be curious be very hungry um and God will move God will work in your heart and then that curiosity that hunger that full surrender that full abandonment that won't just stay within those 6 months 5 months it'll continue on through the rest of your life because God has taken over and he won't give up on you he won't just say oh well your 6 months your 5 months is over we're done now. No, like, he's going to continue pursuing you. And a YWAM allows you to recognize his pursuit of you and how aggressive it is and how passionate it is and how persistent it is. And then you won't be able to just mute that. Okay, what is your favorite quality about yourself, Mason Brower? <coughs> so many. How do you decide uh, which one to You want to take
1: this one first? Or is it just a question for me? It's both of us. But I would say I'm genuinely okay, nice yeah. and I enjoy being nice. Like, yeah. I enjoy being nice. You're nice until you're not. See, as long as I'm nice, it's fine. Yeah. And I enjoy being nice. But when I'm not, then it's one of those. Yeah. Right. But no, I like... With people I don't know and mm-hmm. with people I meet... Um, you have a
0: good heart and an open heart to people. That's,
1: that's what I'm saying. And it sounds really <laughs> boastful. I hate doing this. It's not I boastful. It. I enjoy that I'm nice. I think, I'm think i glad that God's blessed me with a big heart yeah. and has given me the yeah. ability and the capability to be able to be nice yeah. and open up to people.
0: That's very true. And I think that is really That's true. something I'm glad that I have yeah.
1: that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to say... Um, I have a freckle on my lip, and I really like that. But I mm. think that that's a little bit shallow now. Mm. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, Not many people have freckles It's Only on surface lips. level. Ah, <laughs> ah, 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 um, ah. No. Okay, I like similar to you, I guess maybe. But like, I'm able to connect or have mm-hmm. a good time with pretty much anyone. You're or, really open. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I do like people. I like meeting new people a lot, and getting to know them and about their lives and just like I like I genuinely like to do that. Um and I like that about myself. It's like my
1: favorite quality of myself is that I'm nice. I don't know, it feels so <laughs> vain oh,
0: I think it's okay. It's not vain. Um okay. you are nice. Thank you. Um man. oh the next question is for me okay. and it says Are you sad Mason is leaving? Um yes I am sad because he's definitely <gasps> one of my buddies. Oh yeah. but I'm not terribly devastated because I thought that I was going to be leaving for somewhere (laughs) and then I wouldn't see him for like multiple months and then I'd get back and he'd be gone and then I'd leave before he comes back so our paths just wouldn't cross until September. So there would have been like eight or nine months that we wouldn't see each other. So this is definitely better as far as like seeing you guys than mm -hmm. what could have been. True. So that's nice. But I am sad because summer in Michigan, which is looking like I will be in Michigan, is mm. bomb. They're very fun. I and know. That's, that's okay.
1: Just one little thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's off topic, yeah. but that's one of my hardest parts about going to Alaska. If you want me to be just yeah. fully transparent here is like last year it was exciting because it was new. Yeah. It was fun. I was like, what am I going to do in Alaska? Yeah. This year it's like I know my friends are all going to be doing stuff because yeah. they're going to college all gonna be going away i know it's gonna be like, a fun michigan summer yeah. um and i'm in alaska yeah. and it's hard for me to step away from my friends and like give up that that's a that's a big sacrifice for me yeah uh, but god's got bigger big plans sacrifice. not like not saying he's got less plans, bigger for that, plans but, like, than you bigger plans than me huh? he's yeah. got plans for me that i have to take into account
0: yeah for sure yeah. um okay then there's some more for me quick a second when are you coming to norway um good question only God knows right now. Um I would love to go to Norway ASAP, but their borders are currently closed to me and have been for a while now. Yeah, that's long short answer for that. And then we have and then we have a final question, which is a question in high demand. <clears throat> and it's for Mason. It says, Is Mason going to chop his hair or is Mason going to keep the flow going?
1: So this is actually really a personal kind of deep question for me. I've I've talked with a lot of like mentors about this, right? Right. Yeah. Um I think unanimously, I think we can say it's I think we can say yes. Absolutely. Definitely. 100%. Um I feel like really that's where God's leading me. 100% yeah. yes. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you so much for listening in to From the Secret Place podcast. I would love for you to regularly join me in my sharing some tidbits from the secret place of the beauty, the perfection, the sovereignty, and goodness of my Lord and documenting my surrender to my creator. If you're feeling it, don't forget to subscribe and tune in to episodes dropping every Tuesday. See you next week. Bye, 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 bye.